Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in rural Monticello. This is Sunday, May 8th, 2022. Due to a scheduling change, we are replaying the service from May 5th, 2019, the third Sunday of Easter. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The lecture is Ivan Eden. This radio broadcast is sponsored by Galen and Zeta Harms. Join us on our website of waynezion.org for more information. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the third Sunday of Easter. I invite the congregation to please rise for thanksgiving for baptism. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, the fountain of living water, the rock who gave us birth, our light and our salvation. Joined to Christ Jesus in waters of baptism, we are clothed with God's mercy and forgiveness. Let us give thanks for the gift of our baptism. We give you thanks, O God. O living one, for you have created all, and you water and the earth abundantly, oceans and aquifers praise you, rivers and streams bless you. We praise you for Christ, the firstborn from the dead, who frees us from sin and raises us to new life. Here at this font, we touch the river of the water of life, bright as crystal flowing through the city of God. Here, death is washed away forever. Here, we are grafted into the tree of life with leaves that for the healing of the world. Pour out your Holy Spirit on this assembly, into this community, and throughout all of creation, and cleanse us from our fears and drown our divisions. Grant that all who may drink of your mercy and peace through Christ Jesus, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I invite the congregation to be seated. We continue our service on page 147. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. I invite you to join with me in praying the prayer of the day as it's found in your bulletin insert. Eternal and all-merciful God, with all the angels and all the saints, we loud your majesty and might. By the resurrection of your Son, show yourself to us and inspire us to follow Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. The first reading today is from Acts 9, 1 through 6, and 7 through 20. Saul, still breathing threats of murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus so that he could, so that he found any who belonged to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, Who are you, Lord? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city and you will be told what you are to do. 
The men who were traveling with him stood speechless because they heard the voice but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. For three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias? He answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight. And at the house of Judas look for a man of Taurus named Saul. At this moment he is praying. And he has seen a vision a man named Ananias coming in and laying his hands on him so he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who invoke your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is an instrument whom I have chosen to bring my name before the Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. I myself will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. He laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on your way here, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and his sight was restored. Then he got up and was baptized. And after taking some food and regained his strength, for several days he was with the disciples in Damascus. And immediately he began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogue saying, he is the son of God. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. We will read Psalm 30 responsively. I will exalt you, O Lord, because you have lifted me up and have not let my enemies triumph over me. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you, and you restored me to health. You brought me up, O Lord, from the dead and you restored my life as I was going down to the grave. Sing praise to the Lord, all you faithful. Give thanks and holy remembrance. God's wrath is short. God's favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping spends the night and joy comes in the morning. While I felt secure, I said, I shall never be disturbed. You, Lord, with your favor, made me as strong as the mountains. Then you hid your face, and I was filled with fear. I cried to you, O Lord. I pleaded with my Lord, saying, What profit is there in my blood if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you or declare your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned my wailing into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Therefore my heart sings to you without ceasing. O Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. 
The second reading is from Revelation 5, 11 through 14. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels surrounding the throne and the living creatures and the elders. They numbered myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, singing with full voice. Worthy is the lamb that was slaughtered to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and glory and honor and blessing. Then I have heard every creature in heaven and on earth, under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them singing. To the one seated on the throne and to the lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshiped. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Our service continues on page 151 in the front of your hymnal for the gospel acclamation. The gospel according to St. John, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated for the reading of the gospel this morning. After these things... But but let me just pause for a moment. Jesus' appearance at the garden tomb with Mary Magdalene and twice in the upper room locked with the disciples, Jesus had performed many signs and then Joseph, I mean Thomas, would no longer doubt. It is after this moment that we catch up with our gospel for this morning. So after these things, Jesus shows himself again to his disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Now Simon Peter said to them, I'm going to go fishing. And they said to him, we'll go with you. And they went out and they got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. After daybreak, The scripture tells us Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know it was Jesus. And Jesus said to them, children, you have no fish, have you? And they answered him, no. He said to them, cast out your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it out and now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. The disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, This is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and he jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish. For they were not far from land, only about a hundred yards off. And when they had gone ashore, they saw that charcoal fire, and there with fish on it and bread. And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that... You have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. Now none of the disciples wanted to ask him, Who are you? Because they, they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took bread and gave it to them and did the same with fish. And this was now the third time that Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. And when they finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, 
Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. A second time, he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he had said to him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and go wherever you wished you go. But now that you grow old, you stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you wish not to go. And after this, Jesus said to him, follow me, the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the risen Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I don't know what it is, but I've been on this kick lately to come up with a word to share on Sunday mornings. On Easter, the word was hope, right? And last Sunday, I was going to test you and you were going to remember was doubt. You are with me. Today is blessing. Can you say blessing? Blessing Blessing to invoke divine care, to encourage sacred purpose. In our gospel, Jesus offers divine care. It is an act of encouragement showing God's divine abundance in the midst of our scarcity, yet the abundance beyond empty fishing nets. The disciples back from Jerusalem, now up north near the Sea of Tiberias, are back to their old life. They're taking up their trade as fishermen, but without success, and they're approached by this unknown man standing on the shore at dawn. And he calls out, children, have you no fish, have you? The narrative tells us this was Jesus. A much different greeting from the, weeks, from the gospel from last week, when Jesus entered the circle of grief in the upper room, when he walked in and he said, peace be with you. And there was still, still silence. He showed him his hands and his side. Then the silence ripped open with jubilation and he said, peace be with you. The man's words bring no comfort to the fishermen. And they respond back, no, we have no fish. You know, what we need to know is that this is a reoccurring story. You see, Jesus invited these same fishermen to become his disciples with this invitation recorded in St. Matthew and St. Mark. Follow me and I will make you fish for men. Or if we want to be correct, politically correct, we'll say people. In Luke's gospel, we have this image of fishing in the presence of scarcity filled with the abundance of God's grace and mercy, a miraculous catch of fish Cemented in the memory of Simon Peter, for sure, James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Well, let's trace back their memory here in Luke's gospel. You see, Jesus was teaching a large crowd at the lakeshore, the Sea of Tiberias, which is also the Sea of um, Galilee. Thank you. My wife saw me go blank for a second. I love having Liz sitting in the front row. 
the Sea of Galilee. You know, we just had the uh, holy uh, um, presentation PowerPoint yesterday here in the sanctuary, so my, my mind is drifting back to that. Yeah, the Sea of Galilee, also the Sea of Tiberias, near the city of Tiberias. And Jesus is talking to a crowd, and he, uh, two of the disciples, uh, or I should say two boats that belong to the disciples, he says, uh, he gets into one of them, he says, well, let's push out. And he begins to teach the crowd from the boat. And he doesn't need a microphone because the surface of the water acts to amplify his voice and the people can hear every word he says. And when Jesus gets done teaching, he sits down. And he says, put the boat out. Put it out in deep water. And now put down your nets. Well, the backstory is this. Peter replies to him, but what you, what you need to know about this story is before this, the whole night, the disciples had not caught one fish. And they were attending to the nets, and they were folding them up. You see, when you take those nets and you cast them out over the water, there's a rope that ties all four corners, and the disciple hangs onto that. As the net hits the water, it goes down and scoops and grabs no fish. But I would imagine other things that were laying on the bottom of the sea. And they had been cleaning the nets and folding them up and packing them and getting them back in the boat. And Peter replies, Master, we have worked all night, but we've caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, maybe Peter wanting to prove a point, we'll let down the nets. And when they did this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. Signaling the partners in the other boat, they filled both the boats and they began to sink. Peter, at that very moment, fell to Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Jesus shares with Peter, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. Was this miracle moment a revelation seared in Peter's memory? Powerful. Now, Peter and the other disciples, although they had seen the risen Lord up close in the locked chamber back in Jerusalem to the south, they did not know who this early inquirer was, or did they? The story repeats. The boat is overfilled. The fish, fish, after casting the nets on the right side, the abundance of fish would not trigger Peter's memory. No, not until the beloved disciple of Jesus says, This is the Lord! It is the risen Lord Jesus Christ. I can only imagine Peter's memory bank now recalling that miraculous catch of fish from the onset of Jesus' earthly ministry and Peter's first encounter. Indeed, this is the risen Lord Jesus Christ. Peter enters the water. We won't even talk about fishing at night in the nakedness, but he enters the water after he puts clothes on and here He breaks bread with Jesus and the others at the lake shore. And the rest of the story is important. There is a threefold blessing. Getting back to that word blessing. And redemption. Peter said, Jesus, do you love me more than these? Feed my lambs. Tend my sheep. Feed my sheep. Peter receives Christ's blessing. He will be the rock to shepherd the church, God's people, in the midst of suffering. Peter will lead Christ's church. He wrote these words in his first letter called First Letter of Peter, chapter 2. Dear friends, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people. 
in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into the marvelous light, who is the risen Lord Jesus Christ. So I ask you this question. How many are familiar with Anna and Henry Hoosman? Some of us are, and I shouldn't do that because some of us who are a little bit older are like, Anna Hoosman, Anna Fokers Hoosman, ended her life in darkness due to blindness, yet she had this marvelous light of Jesus Christ within her. She understood the importance of blessing in the presence of scarcity, filled with the abundance of God's grace and mercy, and to see what God has done. She understood the meaning of being a royal priesthood, a holy people called to feed his lambs, to tend his sheep, and to feed his sheep. Anna had no more than an eighth grade education, and who lived a simple life, including her 19th century home with no indoor plumbing. Okay, I'm exaggerating. The summer kitchen had water in it. And she was amazed at the end of her life as I had an opportunity to visit with Dan and Diana in their living room this past week. She was amazed at the end of her life, how many resources she had accumulated. These dollars she would earmark to bless others. A large gift given to Camp Courageous. Another large gift given to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church to help others gain what she missed. An education, a pathway for, to opportunities. For in 1987, 32 years ago, Anna Hoosman, Anna Fokers Hoosman, endowment began one year after her death. Today, she has helped several hundreds of students fulfill their education dreams and pursuits. With $257,000 were set aside in her legacy endowment in the year 1986, has fed and tended to others in the amount that now exceeds $530,000. That's a half million dollars, folks. In scholarships. Anna's memory is blessed, and so are we blessed today in handing out this year $16,700 in scholarships to 20 students. Blessing, an act of encouragement showing God's abundance in our scarcity, yet an abundance beyond empty nets. May those who receive these gifts be a blessing to others, and the blessing goes on. Jesus told Peter, feed my lambs, tend my sheep, feed my sheep. We're talking about the church here. We are called to a ministry of blessing. Today, our council president, Kurt Andreessen, will present Heather Weirs, Jones County Child Protection Representative and Coordinator of the brand new Jones County Chapter of Sleep in Heavenly Peace with the Wayne Zion Lenten offering. You can see uh, in your bulletin both the students and the offering that will be going to sleep in heavenly peace. It is hard for us to understand even this year in 2019 that we have 
many, many, many children here, right here in Jones County who go to sleep at night and don't do so in a bed. And I know this spoke to Heather's heart. And our Lenten journey was about living our baptism and caring for others. And I'm pleased to, to share with you that uh, we'll hand that check over. That will help in building beds, bed frames, and acquiring mattresses, including materials and sleeves and barriers to prevent lice from spreading and wetting. And I know that there are many Wayne people who will step forward and help build some of those beds and even deliver them. Jesus asked Peter and so asked us, the church, do you love me? Then feed my lambs. Tend my sheep. Feed my sheep. In essence, we are a blessing, an act of encouragement, of showing God's divine abundance in our scarcity, yet the abundance beyond empty nets. Many children will sleep in peace and comfort and so I invite you to receive this blessing. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you, be gracious to you, and give you his everlasting peace. Amen. I invite with you to share your affirmation of faith as you find in the back cover, inside cover of your hymnal. I invite the congregation to please rise as we share. Will you join with me? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Trusting in God's promise of new life, we pray for the renewal of the church, the world, and all of creation. You call your disciples to follow the way of the cross by your words and works of love. Lord, make your church a place of welcome and empathy for all people. Hear us, O God. Every creature in heaven and on earth sings your praise. Give us deep appreciation for the vibrant diversity of creation, flowers and streams, animals and bugs, sunsets and stormy skies. Help us to conserve the beauty all around us. Hear us, O God. Bring relief to bodies weary with pain or sickness. Bless doctors and nurses, hospice workers, home care providers, therapists, social workers, and all caregivers who demonstrate your love in acts of healing and tenderness towards those in need. You feed us at your holy table and send us out to feed others. Bless those who fish and bake, cook, Restaurant servers, grocery store workers, food pantry volunteers, open our eyes to your grace present in every meal that we share. Hear us, O oh God. All honor and glory and blessing belong to you. We praise you for the faith of the saints. 
Be near to us who wait the day when we will feast with the risen Christ forever. Hear us, O God. We commend these and all our prayers to you, O God. Come near to us with your saving help. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. Receive this blessing that I offer to you all. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. You are the body of Christ raised up for the world. Go in peace. Share the good news. Hallelujah. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734. All rights reserved.